Alright, so good afternoon everyone. Welcome to ECCM. Magandang hapon sa lahat. Kamusta kayong lahat? I'm so happy to see all of you. Hindi naman pala all, no? Kasi yung iba hindi pa nakapunta ngayon because we have still um, an unlimited capacity. But then again, nevertheless, no, we just want to thank the Lord na binigyan tayo ng pagkakataon to see here to meet each other sa place na to to worship the Lord today. And of course, um, apart sa mga on-site na nag-attend today, we also have our online attendees as well, no? from Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. And of course, it is our prayer to the Lord that one day, all of us can gather together. No, the, we are looking forward for the gathered church. Um, na sana wala nang, wala nang mast, wala nang social distancing, wala nang limited capacity, wala nang mga kung anong QQ, no? na sana one day we can just freely worship the Lord together. And that's our, our prayer and our hope. So for the past two weeks, we have our breaker topic. We discuss about 2nd and 3rd John. And today, um, we are starting a new series from the Old Testament, a minor prophet. Um, so we will be studying together the book of Habakkuk. So dati yung Habakkuk, ano, ginagamit lang siya sa, sa mga memes, sa mga joke, no? Na minsan, I don't know, ako, sobrang excited ako, sinabi ko na kina JD na, it's my first time to preach from the Old Testament na expository. Kasi before, nakapag-preach na rin ako ng mga Old Testament passages, pero yung, alam mo yon kuha ka lang topical type, and I've seen how challenging to study the, the Old Testament. No, compared to the New Testament. And, I don't know, um, maybe most of the Christians, kahit dito sa atin, no, kung nakarinig na ba tayo ng preaching from the Old Testament. So, dito sa ECCM, it's always our desire kanina, and explain kanina, Kuya Mark, we are an evangelical church. So, we are upholding the authority of the Bible, and we are doing the expository type of learning the Word of God. We are considering the whole Council of God. So, this book, the book of Habakkuk, will be a time for us to be encouraged, to be enlightened, to be comforted, especially in this time of pandemic. So, especially in our time right now, although violence existed already, but even up to this day, sobrang daming violence na nangyayari all around. So, when situation came no, sa mga buhay natin, undesirable situations and hopeless case, we tend to ask the Lord, how long, O oh Lord? Napatanong nyo ba kayo? Yung parang, Lord, hanggang kailan ba yung, yung COVID-19? Hanggang kailan ba yung pandemic? Alright? So when will be this pandemic be over? And we would tend to ask, is God silent? Is God really sovereign and working? So, um, so na preach na. <laughs> Narinig yun yung boses ko. <laughs> Baka na-connect lang yung, yung laptop sa Bluetooth. Alright. So, let's, right now, let's just open our Bibles. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. So, I'll be reading from English Standard Version. Habakkuk 1, verses 1 to 11. So the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, 
and you will not hear, or cry to you, violets, and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity, and why do you idle look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed, and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. Look among the nations and see wonder and be astounded. For I am doing a work in your days that you would believe if told. For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter and haste nation, who march through the bread of the earth to these dwellings not their own. Verse 7, they are dreaded and fearsome. Their justice and dignity go forth from themselves. Their horses are swifter than leopards, more fierce than the evening wolves. Their horsemen press proudly on. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swift to devour. They all come for violence, all their faces forward. They gather captives like sand. At kings, they scoff. And at rulers, they laugh. They laugh at every fortress, for they pile up earth and take it. Verse 11, And they sweep by the, like the wind and go on, guilty men whose own might is their God. Let's pray one more time. Our sovereign and omnipresent God, we thank you again for this opportunity that you've given us to gather as a church. And we thank you, Lord, for your word. It is always a comfort for us, an encouragement for all of us. And today, as we start to study the book of Habakkuk, Lord, reveal to us of who you are. Lord, may we see you that in our pain, let us see your plans, let us see your heart, your purposes, and your will. Lord, may your scripture guide us, enlighten us, and see that you are at work. We thank you, Lord, for the work of the gospel in our lives. We give you glory and honor, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So lahat tayo, pag sinabing violence, marami tayong narinig na. Or I think we can relate at the same time. Previously, marami tayong nakita sa news. May mga, I don't want to be political here, but based sa media, nakita natin, may barilan, like may police na may binaril na mga, tawag dito, mga local no, citizens of the Philippines. And last time, I think two weeks ago, uh, may isang security guard no, na nabasa lang ng isang delivery boy yung papel sa ilo-ilo to nangyari. Binaril niya agad. Nabasalan yung papel. And I think two weeks ago also, there's a news doon naman sa amin sa hometown sa Bacolod. May masakar na nangyari, apat sila namatay. And pag nag-check ka sa social media, sa news, sa TV, sa radio, sa newspaper, kung meron ang newspaper, no? all the more sa Facebook, maraming Facebook Live na nangyayari ng mga violence that is happening around. And sometimes, we would ask ourselves, Lord, bakit mo inaalaw yung mga ganitong pangyayari? And even myself, I have or we, our family have a fair share of this. 20 years ago, magkasunod yung dalawang tiwin ko, binaril sila. And 20 years after, up to now, hindi namin 
nakuha yung justice na hinahanap namin sa dalawa naming tiyuhin. And, I don't know, maybe some of you here, you have your fair share of violence, no? of injustice na sabihin natin, na experience natin. And we, when we come to that kind of experience, of course, may pain, may suffering, and we have the tendency to put justice in our hands. Well, this is quite um, confidential, of course, to sa family namin. But you know what? Kasi, parang yung, pro, yung, pro, yung situation, yung binaril yung kapatid ng nanay ko. Ang bumaril, yung parang suspect sa side ng tatay ko. So, it, you know, it's very complicated. And nangyari, yung, pin, yung mga pinsan ko sa side ng nanay ko, na tawag din, nag-take vengeance, na... Labas sa Tagalog yun. Rumes back. <laughs> Nahirapan din ako ng Tagalog, no? Rumes back sila. So yung mga pinsan ko, binaril nila yung asawa ng tiyuhin ko na kapatid ng tatay ko. So we have the tendency to put justice in our hands. Because we feel like, walang nangyayari. Especially, sad to say, justice here in the Philippines is really slow. But, at the same time, we tend to ask God, Lord, bakit? Why are you doing this or you are allowing this, Lord? Buhay ka ba? Nakikinig ka ba? O yung kanta ni Gary V, natutulog ba ang Diyos? We are doubting God. We are hesitating or we are questioning God. So like our passage today, there is a prophet who is lamenting. Meron siyang panaghoy before God. There is a cry for justice. There's a cry for help. So that we can continue and understand the book of Habakkuk, let's have a short history no, para mas maindinihan natin yung context where Habakkuk is coming from. So Israel used to be a united kingdom. So isang kingdom lang under the three known kings, King Saul, si King David, and King Solomon. But after the death of King Solomon, na-divide, na-split yung United Kingdom. Nagkaroon ng Northern and Southern Kingdom. So if you want to know more about the details of that, you have an assignment. You've got to read 2 Chronicles chapter 10 and 1 Kings chapter 12. So the Northern Kingdom retained the name Israel and the Southern Kingdom was called Judah. It was named after the tribe of Judah that dominated the kingdom. So the kingdom of Israel, the northern kingdom, which is of course Israel, during that time, no, they were captivated by the Assyrians. So more than 100 years, I think it's almost 156 years, that the Assyrian captivated the northern kingdom, the, the Israel. And it is part of the Lord's judgment and punishment. Kasi nga, they are idolaters. No? Nagsisimba sila kung saan-saan. They are wicked. Kaya may judgment si Lord sila sa kanila through the captivity with the Assyrians. Well, the Lord had long warned Israel and with this judgment, many attempts had been made to turn the people back to the Lord, including the efforts of the prophets Elijah and Elisha. So pero, wala. Andun pa rin. Yung idolatry, yung pagan worship, Yung rejection of God's laws, leading them for their judgments. So Habakkuk actually was probably written on 
during the Assyrian captivity. So, na-imagine yung yung story, while the northern kingdom was being captivated by the Assyrian, ito yung time when Habakkuk was in Judah and writing this book. Okay? And he was prophesying during the final days. Kumbaga, patapos na yung captivity ng Israel with the Assyrian when Habakkuk was prophesying and merong arising na another group of people which is the Babylonians. So ngayon nakita natin, so sa Northern Kingdom, Assyrian is captivating the Israel. The Southern Kingdom, dito yung Judah, nakikita ngayon ni Habakkuk, may problema. Marami silang wicked things that they are doing against God. And another nation, the Babylons, is actually piniprepare sila ni Lord the time. Although, wala namang, it doesn't appear na parang imminent threat no? na nakikita ni Habakkuk dito. But, it seems that he is very aware of the potential threat of the Babylons. So, na-experience ni, ni, ni Habakkuk before, kasi may, may mga good kings din kasi na nangyari after the three kings, no? So, si Josiah is one of the good king, righteous king of Judah. But before si Josiah, Judah was radically turned away from God. So, they're also spiritually and morally corrupt. They're worshiping Baal and a lot of wicked things. So, alam nyo, nakikita, di ba? Yung Israel, yung northern kingdom, napanish na sila ni Lord through the captivity of the Assyrians. Yung Judah, they are also doing wicked things right now. And it seems like the prophecy, the time that Habakkuk was writing, parang hinog na hinog na sila for discipline. Because they are also doing a lot of wicked things before the Lord. Pero, they were able to experience um, glory days in the time of Josiah. So before Josiah, wicked things all over. But during Josiah, dito na-restore yung may reinstitution of the Feast of the Passover and the restoration of the Temple. But it was short-lived. After namatay si Josiah, bumalik sila ulit sa lahat ng wicked things na ginawa nila. And it is where Habakkuk is coming from. So we understand right now, bakit nasulat to? Bakit ito yung hinagpis niya? Because he is seeing right now the chaos no? The evil things that is going around in Judah. So in times of trials, suffering and pain because of violence and unrighteousness, we tend to question God, where is He? What He is doing in all these means? Isn't He is omnipresent? So in this time of pandemic, we are questioning God until when, Lord? So this afternoon, I want you to be convicted. We want to learn the attributes of God, which He is sovereign, He is holy, and He is God of justice. And He works mysteriously. So the great question that we will be answering today, is He really a silent God? So today, let's divide our time together into two parts the complaint or lament of Habakkuk and how the Lord answered him in a very mysterious ways. So dati akala natin si Nina lang kumakanta, di ba? Love moves in mysterious ways. 
Pero God works in mysterious ways. So our first point, God is seemingly silent. God is seemingly silent. Ang Diyos parang tahimik. Ang Diyos pawang walang pakialam. So in verse 1, the oracle that Habakkuk, the prophet, saw. Okay? So as a prophetic book, medyo kung babasahin mo yung mga prophetic books, yung Habakkuk is somewhat unique no? and unusual. Kasi normally, yung mga prophetic book, the Lord is addressing the people no? from the Lord. It would be a reminder, a warning, instructions or punishment or blessing. But in here, it's quite unique and unusual because this prophetic book is a dialogue between God and a prophet. And dito nga, nakita din natin, kasi normally, yung mga prophet, hindi din sila nagsasulat, nagre-refer sa sarili nila na prophet. Pero si Habakkuk, na-refer dito as a prophet. Bakit kaya? He was called a prophet twice, possibly because his message differs significantly from that of most other prophets. And it is an oracle, okay? Ano ibig, ibig sabihin ng oracle dito? So it translates a common word, burden, okay? So in the prophetic books, it is a prophetic oracle and suggests that once God gives a message, it becomes a burden until the prophet announces it. So kumbaga, pagbasahin mo yung verse 1, it's like the burden that Habakkuk, the prophet, saw. Meron siyang burden. Meron siyang pinanggagalingan. May hugot siya, no? Kung bakit kaya niya sinasabi to. So, verse 2. Oh, how, oh Lord. So, yung O oh Lord dito, yung word na Lord, is a covenant name of God that emphasizing the relationship. Di ba covenant? It talks about relationship. So, oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry to you violence, and you will, you will not save. So the prophet is in anguish. He is really disappointed. So true to his emotions. And don't know kung nakaranas na tayo, parang galit na galit ka, yung parang may gusto kong gawin, pero wala kang magagawa. Diba? Nanginginig ka na sa sobrang burden na meron ka. So can you imagine right now, the situation ko ano yung ginagawa ni Habakkuk. He is actually a conversing with God in anguish. How long? So yung how long the word is a common form of a formal complaint and showed his impatience. Matagal pa ba yung pila? <laughs> Minsan pag mahaba yung pila, yung pila ayaw mo na. Lagi ka magtatanong hanggang kailan? Gano ba yan katagal? Ganun yan kahaba, no? So Habakkuk was asking, how long shall I cry for help? Ibig sabihin, in this moment, he's been crying for so long. He's been asking the Lord, hindi lang in this moment. Okay? Ibig sabihin, kahit wala pa siyang dialogue with God, he's been already in anguish of kung ano yung nakikita niya, yung burden niya. And you know, yung word na how long normally makikita natin pag nagbabasa tayo ng Psalms, no? sa mga lament na makikita natin sa Psalms. So merong pag, yung Tagalog is pananaghoy. Okay? Na natry nyo na bang managhoy. Merong tinatawag na hinagpis. Okay? 
So yung paghihinagpis ni Habakkuk. So he perceived, bakit mayroon siyang paghihinagpis? Because he perceived that God appeared indifferent to the sins of Judah. Para sa kanya lang ha, yung thoughts niya, yung mindset niya, bakit si Lord parang walang pakialam? Lord, tingnan mo yung nangyayari. Bakit wala kang ginagawa? Nawawalan ako ng boses sa kakaiyak, sa kakasigaw. Hanggang kailan? Kailan ka, Lord, magsisave? Kailan ka sasagot? Okay? So sabi nga, why do you, wake, do you make me see iniquity? Dahil may nakita siyang burden, nakikita niya yung mga iniquities, he questioned God's wisdom and justice expressing confusion at the seemingly inactivity in the face of obvious violation of the law. So si Habakkuk was really in anguish, in confusion. How can a righteous God can just allow the sins of Judah to go on? Kung siguro nabuhay tayo sa panahon ng mga pananakop, no, ng mga Kastila, <laughs> ng mga Amerikano, tapos andun ka rin. Hanggang kailan? Can you imagine 333 years with the Spaniards? No? So can you imagine the anguish also of Filipino people at that time? But in here, no, Habakkuk, ano yung mga nakita niya? He is questioning God's wisdom and justice right now. Akala ko ba, Lord, you are divine. You are the God who's just. But why is it that as if seemingly you are silent and you are allowing these things to go on? May idolatry, may injustice, may sexual immorality, may child sacrifice, may bribery, may murder, may theft, and many other sins in the hands and the hearts of the people. There's violence. May apat na words yung ginamit dito. Yung violence, yung iniquity, yung wrong, and distractions. So the society of Judah was defined by these four terms denoting the malicious wickedness by which one is morally and ethically oppresses his neighbor resulting in contention and strife. In one word, there is chaos all over Judah. And where is God in the midst of this chaos? The law of the Lord was broken. His justice was actually perverted. Sabi niya, so the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. Wala na. Okay? For the wicked surround the righteous. Righteous nga ba sila, no? So yun sinabi niya, yung thinking niya lang, Lord, we are the righteous people, but why is it that the wicked surround the righteous? So justice goes forth, perverted. Walang justice. There's chaos all over around Judah. In short, the Jews sinned by violence and injustice, and they should be punished. He believes, si Habakkuk, sa sarili niya lang ha, he believes that God is letting sin go unpunished, that therefore, there is no justice. Bakit yun yung naiisip niya? Habakkuk is so disappointed that God does not seem to be answering his prayers. 
Sabi pa niya, you will not hear, you will not save. Kasi he was able to experience the glory days with Josiah. Kasi nga, na-restore yung temple. May reinstatement of the feast of the Passover. Naibalik yung, yung, yung tuwa nila, naibalik yung order. Naibalik yung justice, naibalik yung, yung law of the land, yung law na napapractice nila. Ngayon, nung namatay si Josiah, eto na naman ulit. Kaya tuman, nagtanong siya ka, Lord, you will not hear? You will not save? So anong gustong mangyari ni Habakkuk? He wants to have a cleansing, purging, chastening, and revival among people that would return them to righteousness. Ito yung gusto niya. He wants to experience again the days during the time of King Josiah. But then again, it's not happening. Because the law is paralyzed. He came to his own conclusion based on his own experience and understanding. Okay? He felt like the law was numbed, it was freeze, wala nang silbi yung law, kasi hindi naman nasusunod. Na-override na lang ng mga wicked leaders ng Judah. So the impact and the effectiveness were paralyzed because of the corruption of the leaders of Judah. Habakkuk questioned God's divine justice. Just like Job. Remember the story of Job? But friends, I just want to tell you, we all know that God is a God of justice. And He will demand wickedness to be punished, whether found in the pagan nations or in His people. Because God will never allow sin to go unpunished. Makikita natin yan sa kasunod na mga pangyayari no, sa pag-aaral natin na to. So my question right now is, are you in the same situation with Habakkuk where we tend to question God with the things going on around? Um, two weeks ago, we discussed about sa group, growth group natin, no, we study about anger, reconciliation. I think sa 5 o'clock na, na group, we have one attendee na I was journeying with her actually for so long. And yun, lagi niyang, she's really against the government. Alam mo yun, against, yung, his, his, her heart towards the marginalized, um, towards the victims. And lagi niyang, alam mo yun, galit siya sa gobyerno. Until she realized during the growth group natin na the justice is not in our hands. Na even our government, our politicians, they are not, actually, no, they're also part of our mission field. That we are to pray for them. That we are to share the gospel to them. And so, you know what? I'm just so happy to hear from her those words that she were able to understand that the justice is not on our hands. The justice is in the hands of God. So we may find ourselves to be in the case or in a position or situation just like Habakkuk. And we tend to question God. Tayong mga tao, no? We want answers right away. We want, gusto natin yung mabilisan, gusto natin yung agad-agad. Kasi ganyan tayo eh, human as we are. That's our tendency. Pag nakita tayo, gusto natin yung justice ihahain agad bukas or right after the, the violence. Pero, things are not going on the way we want it. 
So what shall we do? We question God? Or we trust God? What an irony for a finite mind questioning an infinite God. Our minds are finite. Our wisdom, our, fi- our, 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 our minds, our efforts, our energies, wala. So it's an irony to question an infinite God who is perfect in all of His ways, who is perfect in His will, who is perfect in His justice, and perfect in His holiness. God will never allow sin to go unpunished. So in our moments of doubts and questions, what shall we do? We run to God. We can lament and cry out, just like Habakkuk, just like the psalmist. No, They would lament before God, they would cry out, they would plead before the Lord. But they would not, we should not put that power, that justice in our hands because God is the greater judge after all. And all the answer is in the Lord, in His hands and in Him alone. And it will never be in us. So God is seemingly silent. It's actually a big no. God is not actually silent. As we go to our second point today, if God is not seemingly silent, then who God is in this situation? God is mysteriously sovereign. God is mysteriously sovereign. So in response to Habakkuk's confusion and pleading, God broke his silence, informing him that he was not indifferent to sins of Judah, but rather, di ba kanina sinabi natin, yung hinihingi ni Habakkuk is revival. Yung parang bumalik sana sa time ni Josiah. Bakit sinabi natin mysteriously sovereign si God? Because rather than revival, he was sending the dreaded and fearsome judgment. Di ba may term, may quotation tayo na it's too good to be true? Pero ito parang it's too bad to be true. <laughs> it's too bad to be true. Pero it's true. Bakit anong nangyari? God is not silent. May ginagawa si Lord. Tignan natin why God is mysteriously sovereign. Sabi ni God sa verse 5, no? Look among the nations and see wonder and be astounded for I am doing a work in your days that you would not believe if told. So look and see. Wonder and be astounded. Why? Isa lang. Isang line. I am doing a work. God is doing His job. God is doing His work actually. So God's response indicates that the un- that is unknown to the prophet hindi niya alam he has already begun answering them mysteriously working behind why because god is an all-knowing god 
God is an omniscient God. He is all-knowing. So, kung titignan natin, Habakkuk actually, no, he lived in a time of political turmoil. Bakit? Yung Assyrians, unti-unti na nilang nalulose yung power nila. No? In, in captivating the, the northern kingdom. And dito naman, yung Babylonian is starting to gain the power. So, si Habakkuk, it's unknown to him what the Lord is doing kasi yung nakikita niya lang, ang nakita niya lang is what happened in the past and what is happening in the present. But Habakkuk is not seeing the future because he is not God. But the God that he is conversing with is the God who knows the past, the present, and the future. Because God is a knowing God. He knows what He's doing. Okay? And hindi lang na nakikita ni Habakkuk yung past and present. Hindi niya nakikita yung future. Ano lang ang nakikita niya? Ang nakikita niya is within the reach of his eyes and the reach of his ears. Limited lang yung nakikita niya and limited lang ang naririnig niya. But our God, the God that He is conversing here, the all-knowing God is the God who sees everything and hears everything and sees from beginning to the end. That is the God who works mysteriously sovereign. And you know what? It's so mind-boggling to think that this is the answer of the Lord. Balikan natin yung tanong kanina ni Habakkuk. Lord, when will you save? When will you hear? There's a lot of violence, corruptions, and wrongdoings, and wickedness. Ngayon, sumagot si Lord. And yung sagot ni Lord, sabi nga niya, you, will, you would not believe if told. Why? Because the answer is so mysterious. What happened? In the following verses, in verse 6, For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation who marched through the breadth of the earth to seize dwellings not their own. Can you imagine how can a just God use a wicked nation, Babylon, for His divine purpose? Okay? God is about to discipline Judah because of their wickedness. And a just God is using another wicked nation to discipline this wicked nation. So, sino yung mga Chaldeans? Chaldeans actually is the another, another name for Babylonians, but technically, they were ethnically diverse Aramean tribe in the southern Babylon that began to take control of the Assyrians' weekend. So, yung leader-leader nila at that time, no, si Nebuchadnezzar, and of course, the father of Nebuchadnezzar, they led the Babylonian in this victory and consolidated the Babylonian Empire. So they are described, sabi dito ni Lord, no? They are described to be bitter and hasty nation. Sabi ko, ano ba sa Tagalog yung bitter, no? Sabi ko, ang palaya na lang, at least maintindihan namin ng God. So ganun yung nation nila. They are bitter and hasty. Masyado silang mabilis. Bakit mabilis? Ano mga pangyayari dito? Tignan natin. 
So the Babylonians were described as self-assured. They're powerful. They're self-sufficient. They're self-enthroned. They seem like they are their own gods. And in one word, they are deadly. Okay? So, dito natin makikita ngayon how the Lord will use a bitter and hasty nation using their character to punish the wicked Judah. So they are dreaded and fearsome. Their justice and dignity go forth from themselves. So dahil nga they, they are in the pursuit of dominion, they were not bound by, by any legal systems or even common decency because in their pride and arrogance, they abuse their power. So meron dito sa mga kasunod na verses, dito natin makikita ano yung description ng mga Chaldeans or ng Babylonians why they are bitter and hastination. In verse 8, their horses are swifter than leopards. Mas mabilis pa daw sa mga leopards, more fierce, mas mabangis pa sa, sa, mga, sa mga evening wolves. Their horsemen press proudly on. Di ba yung confidence ng mga horsemen nila? Sobrang mabibilis, malalaki siguro. They are really strong. Their horsemen come from afar. Galing sila sa malayo. Pero tignan natin, gano'n sila kabilis. They fly like an eagle. Swift to devour. In short, gano'n sila kauhaw na uhaw to conquer. They have all the... They have all the strength. They have all the, the, the characteristics. They have all the, the things they need in order to conquer, to become powerful. Okay? So ngayon, syempre, hindi naman ni Lord, hindi nila makoconquer yung mga Jew, ang Judah kung hindi sila ganun kakabilis, kung hindi sila ganun ka-strong. So they have to be something like that. In verse 9, they all come for violence. Remember? Yung question kanina, yung, yung burden ni Habakkuk, there's violence sa Judah. And the Babylonian is coming with violence. They all come for violence, all their faces forward, they gather captives like sand. So Habakkuk seen a violence, but the Babylonian will, t- will took it to a whole new level. Kumbaga, mas, mas violente. Mas masama yung pwedeng gawin ng mga Babylonians as they come in. So they gather captives like sand. Naalala ko nung high school, elementary kami, nangunguha kami ng, ng sand, ng buhangin, no? Sa ilog. Yun yung isang, ano ba tawag doon? Kandos? <laughs> isang, basta isang ganun, no? Hakop? Isang hakod. Basta, isang ganun, sobrang dami, hindi mo makakount yung number of sand. And yun yung analogy na ginamit how the Babylonian gather the captives. Isang ganun lang nila, wala na. Gather nila lahat. And how many captives are they gathering? That's how strong and swift, no? How hasty, how fast they are. Hindi lang yan. Verse 10. At kings they scoff and at rulers they laugh. They laugh at every fortress for they pile up earth and take it. So can you imagine, mabilis na sila, strong na sila ng yayaguta, ng, ng bubuli pa sila. ba? Diba? So can you imagine 
how the situation is. Yung feeling mo, sobrang naliliit na sila. Dahil nga sa ganun ka, ka-strong, ka-swift, ka-fast, ang ganun ka-wicked, ka-violent yung mga Babylonians. Kung maga humahalakak sila, sabi na, nasa amin ang huling baraha. <laughs> Di ba? Ganun sila. Gigil na, they are so zealous in conquering the land of Judah. And not just that. In verse 11, Then they sweep by like the wind and go on. Guilty men whose own might is their God. So they had become successful and powerful and they relied on their military might for protection as others would have relied on their gods. But friends, we have to think of this. Though they were God's instruments of judgment, their self-sufficiency and self-adulation planted the seeds for their own destructions as they stood guilty of idolatry and blasphemy before the Sovereign Lord. So ngayon nakita natin, yung Babylonian, di ba, ulit balikan natin, si Habakkuk may burden siya of what is happening sa Judah because of the wicked things happening around. And God will punish the wicked nation. And God is using another more wicked nation, the Babylon. And yung Babylon, yung na-conquer niya, hindi lang yung Judah. They also conquered Assyria who conquered Israel. So dalawa yung conquer niya. That's how strong and powerful and successful they are in their captivity. But in the long run, remember friends, kanina inuulit-ulit natin, God will not let go the sin unpunished. So God is not silent. God is answering prayers. God is answering lament. God is answering our pleadings. But not in a way we want it. Not in the ways we, we expected. Because sometimes God is answering in a way that we, cannot, we can never fathom and imagine because God is incomprehensible. So doon natin nakita, hindi si Lord pa ba yung God? Hindi siya nang totolerate na God? He is just and He is holy. And just to give you a background, no, kung anong mangyayari sa Babylon, Babylon was used by the Lord as well as to punish the wickedness of the Assyrians together with the kingdom of Judah. And God controls the political scene, and uses nations for its own purposes. And alam nyo, kung yung Assyrian, mga 156 years, na nila na-captivate yung Northern Kingdom, hindi rin naging matagal yung power ng Babylon over them. Hindi umabot ng 100 years. Why? God judged Babylon. After that, they were conquered by Persians. Under, of course, the Persian king, Cyrus the Great. So the Lord judges Babylon. So nakita natin dito, what's the whole point here? God has divine justice. So in moments that we would think that God tolerates sin, that God is not punishing wickedness, God does 
God did, God does, and God will be doing that. Remember this. God is a just and merciful God. And even though His people may not always understand His ways, Diba napapag-aralan natin sa attributes ni Lord? God is knowable, but God is incomprehensible. I know for sure na tayo dito may kanya-kanya tayong kwento of experience of how God is doing mysteriously in His own ways. Na masasabi talaga natin, He is really God. Kasi kung si God, He would answer and do His ways in a way that we can comprehend, in a way na matatansya natin, in a way na gusto natin, then He is not God. But He is. Wicked will eventually be punished and the righteous will ultimately see God's justice. Kasi yung isang team ng buong book of Hapakok, no? that the righteous shall live by faith. God moves God acts in a mysterious ways because He is God. His purpose will always prevail. Or sabihin na lang natin, in our situations right now, sobrang dami ng delay na nangyayari sa buhay natin. Sobrang nag-worry tayo, na-anxious na tayo, and we tend to help God. Lord, tulungan na kita kasi parang ang bagal ng sagot. Di ba? We are actually grabbing the godness of God if we're trying to do such things. Ako yung personal belief ko, there's no such thing as delays, only God's perfect timing. Concept lang natin yun na may delay. Concept lang natin na na-advance. Hindi. God is an all-knowing God. He knows what is the perfect timing. Kaya, sa mga siman dito, <laughs> For sure, makaka-relate sila. Bakit ang tagal? Bakit minsan madalian? So yung concept, may delay or may advance? No. It's God's perfect timing. Tayo lang kasi tayo nagsiset ng time. Kaya may delay or may advance. But when we walk in the, in the timeline of God, it's always His timing. And in His timing, doon mo makikita no, you, the glory of God in His perfect timing. And I guess this is a call for us to trust a sovereign God. It's a call for us to trust an all-knowing God. That's why we have to, it is important to know His attributes. Kaya yung Thursday natin, I think it's, it's really a big help for all of us right now as we study every week know the attributes of God. So you join us every Thursday, 8.30, we have Facebook Live, studying the, the attributes of God. And knowing that, grabe ang implications ng applications noon in our Christian life, sobrang dami. And darating ka talaga sa point, you just have to, to wait and trust and believe in the Lord. Because after all, it is His story, not our story. It is His story. You know, the, word, the, God, the, the works of God in our lives, not our works in our own lives. Remember the story of Lazarus. The verse that we've read, this, um, as a scripture reading natin, yung binasa ni Ate Rhea. But I just want to highlight a portion of the story of Lazarus. 
Nung nalaman ni Jesus, pinaalam sa kanya na namatay nga, that Lazarus was ill. Nagpadelay si God. Naging four days. Kasi yung four days, ibig sabihin, talagang confirmed na patay na. Pero may purpose sa bakit niya dinelay. To let them see that He is the God of life and death and resurrection. So in verse 21, sabi ni Martha, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. <laughs> Di ba si Martha? Ano din, oh? ano din siya? Um, ano ba sa Tagalog? Mad- nagmamadali din. Apurado. <laughs> no? Lord, sana kung nandito ka, buhay pa yung kapatid namin. Sa so verse 38, Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an other, for he has been dead for days. Oh, alam na ni Martha. Kasi nagmamadali nga siya, di ba? So alam niya, napatay na within four days. May baho na. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, and bind him, and let him go. Gusto kong balikan yung verse 40. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? At kung makikita natin sa story ni Habakkuk, it was the glory of God. May isang portion dito sa Habakkuk chapter 2 that the earth will be filled with His glory because God is at work and it is always for His glory. It seems like there's delay. It seems like walang nangyayari. But He, in God's perfect timing, God will just be revealing his mysterious ways so that His glory will be displayed. So friends, when we see the wicked prospering and God's people suffering, we may think that the Lord is too slow in responding to the evil that we are enduring. But you know what? God always works in His time in His ways, in His will. And He sometimes works in a ways that we do not expect. We can be sure that God has not forgotten us. When He seems slow to respond, we can know that even if He does the unexpected, it is for His glory and for our good. Romans 8.28 all things work together for those who love God. All this is true because He is sovereign in His goodness and in His holiness.
So we may face injustices like what I have shared to you with what happened to my two uncles. Or maybe you have your fair share of this kind of experience. Violence everywhere. And take note, it will heighten in the days to come. But remember that there is a greater judgment. The greater judgment day with a great judge, God himself. All of us sinned against a holy God. A righteous and just God. And friends, it's a sad truth. We are also a subject of God's judgment. Because we disobeyed Him. We committed treason against God. We also committed violence. We are wicked and we are unrighteous and rebellious against God. So when God exercises His justice, we are doomed for hell. But in His great love and mercy, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, who experienced actually the greatest injustice ever recorded in history. Jesus Christ experienced the greatest violence ever recorded in history. It was the most legit injustice that happened. So what shall we do? We trust God. We trust the finished work of Christ at the cross as a substitute on our behalf. So the question is, on that great day of judgment, how are we on that day? Let us pray. Our sovereign, holy, just God. Lord, maraming salamat sa time na to that we're able to study the beginning of the book of Habakkuk. And Lord, we just want to trust you with our lives. And Lord, we thank you for the gospel na Lord, despite of our wickedness, our sinfulness, Lord, Christ died on our behalf. Thank you, Lord, for we were your enemy. But now, Lord, you have given us the opportunity to be seated, Lord, with you. So, Panginoon, maraming salamat po na patuloy kaming manahan, patuloy kami, Lord, na kumilala sa iyo as our Lord and Savior, Panginoon. And God, salamat, Lord, sa iyong mga salita na naging comfort sa amin, naging reminder, naging encouragement sa so God. And Lord, for those people na hindi pa po, Lord, nakakaintindi ng iyong mga salita, who haven't understood the gospel yet, Lord, Lord, we pray that patuloy silang makarinig ng iyong mga salita, Panginoon, and they will be enlightened, that they will be regenerated, O God. And they will come to a point of trusting you, Lord, trusting the finished work of Christ the cross, so that we will be confident that we will never be a subject of the wrath of God.
Because we have at peace with Christ already. Panginoon, even in this time of pandemic, in this time of seasons, or in this moment that we are seeing, Lord, a lot of violence and unrighteousness and wickedness going on around, Lord, we, cho- we, we choose to cry out to you and lament to you, God. And Lord, let your hand answer us, Lord. Let your hand, Lord, do the justice, Lord. Maraming salamat for everything that you're doing into our lives. We give you glory and honor, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.